You're listening to Paddle Up, Little Adventures with Lisa and Craig. We're a married couple that believe in the power of experiences, because experiences are what lead to an impactful life. Now, let's Let's brace brace for for impact. impact. Welcome to episode one of Paddle Up, Little Adventures with Lisa and Craig. I'm Lisa. And I'm Craig. Hey, honey. Yeah? Why are we sitting at a table staring at each other with microphones in our faces? Well, Mom, I love staring at your face. I love your eyes. So that's an easy answer. But to be a little bit more specific, probably to our audience members out there listening, I think we wanted to capture our memories and our adventures that we've been on for the last nine and a half years together. So we've been listening to podcasts, you and I, okay, mostly me, for a couple of years now, right? And I think we're just kind of catching that that train, right? It's a good idea to kind of, we, we do a lot of uh, photo, uh, photography for our own adventures. We try to capture those visually, but maybe this is kind of our way to capture our day-to-day in a vocal sense too, right? I think so. I mean, I've always liked to capture memories and post them on social media. I think that's part of my diary just for myself and our family members, not necessarily just for our friends. And I think this is an alternative way in which to look back and listen to our adventures in a different manner, as opposed to capturing them on social media. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So we should probably start, we should probably begin at the beginning, right? And kind of explain ourselves and talk for ourselves a little bit. Would you, would you be the first? I'll go. And um, for those audience members listening, this is a little bit difficult for me. I do not like talking about myself, um, but I'll try to do my best. Uh, I've been born and raised in Janesville, Wisconsin, going on um, 49 years old in December of this year. So it's I'm going to stay in my 40s one more year, and then I think I'm just going to stop and say I'm 40-something and not turn to that big 5-0 number. But it will come here probably quicker than I believe it should, just because time flies a little bit faster as we age. Um, I have two kids uh, from a previous marriage. Um, Craig and I will talk about it a little bit more, but him and I are on our second marriage. Um, so we have a combined and blended family. So I brought two to the party, and he'll talk about his later. Um, Hobby-wise, um, we have a variety of different hobbies that we've um kind of worked a little bit on together. Um, I always loved to read um, and travel, but I didn't realize how much I loved to travel until I met Craig and the spontaneous person he is um, kind of made that travel hobby of mine go into full mode. And I like to do community service. So I sit on and have sat on a lot of boards, um, but I'm an ambassador for our local chamber of commerce called Forward Janesville. And I sit on the school board in Janesville as well. So besides that, I like to kayak and do pickleball. We'll talk a lot about pickleball. Yes, we we caught, that, caught that bug in 2019. And um, so that's just a little bit about me. So my turn then, right? Yeah, <clears throat> you get to go. All right. Well, I am uh, I'm a similar age. Um, so this is our second marriage, like uh, Lisa mentioned earlier. Um, so Lisa brought two, as she says, to the party. I brought three. I had three uh, teenagers. Now I think we all—it's all teenagers at this point. Five teenagers. Uh, the two of us are out of the house. So we're 
slowly empty nesting in a couple of years will be down to really just one that that'll be kind of under 18 and hanging out wants to hang out with us still so she'll still want to hang out yeah, with us but that transition transition is going to happen pretty quick um, myself i'm a project manager in the it and construction scope i currently work for government i've, I've worked for private sector before um, that is not what i did um for schooling at all, and I'll cover that probably in a future episode. But right now, I really enjoy what I do in terms of the project management side. It's trying to see a, a plan and a process through to the end is kind of the, the goal for me, which is what I do day to day. So that's, that's really fun. Um, when I'm not working, I am. Uh, it's it's shifted for me as far as hobbies go in the last couple of years. Uh, currently, I am I am team pickleball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> We're both team pickleball, but yeah. you caught the bug a little bit quicker, addictive wise than I did. Yeah, that's very true. Um, that said, I just I just generally like being outside, whether it's going for a long hike, I enjoy photography, both outside and, and shooting uh, people, a lot of times just shooting landscapes and in the natural world. Um, we have our kayaks, we do enjoy paddling, um, we'll also rent a canoe here and there and do some sandbar camping, we'll talk about that probably in another episode as well, as well as the paddling too, but um, when we can, we try to get on the water, hit a, hit a river and, and do some paddling for an afternoon. Um, that's really about it. I used to be more, I'll say, outdoorsy in terms of hunting and fishing. It's really not my thing anymore. But um, you know, when in doubt, you can usually find me on whatever the pick, local closest pickleball court is nowadays. And I think we kind of struggle, and we might talk about that too here on our podcast of some of the things that we struggle with. Um, but being in Wisconsin, you know, we live in us in a climate that has a lot of winter months. Uh, yes, we're entering that now, aren't we? We are, and that's a little bit difficult for us because we are so outdoorsy. I mean, we love to hike, so we sometimes in the winter bundle ourselves up and go right outside our back door. We have a green belt, and we'll snowshoe um, just to be able to get outside because uh, the winter is really hard for us being outdoorsy. We'd rather be outside in the summertime, but we really only have about four or five months here in Wisconsin to be able to do some of those hobbies that we so enjoy, like kayaking and pickleball and hiking and um so we'll struggle we struggle with that but um going back to me i mean you're in project management um i grew up with a family of teachers my grandmother actually started out in a one-room schoolhouse so i heard many many stories of her um, going to school very early in the morning literally to stoke the fire for her students and then my aunt, her daughter, was a home ec teacher over at Iowa Grant High School. So I grew up with all of those stories about students and teaching, probably combined with the fact that I also loved school, um, probably took me down that path of becoming a teacher. So I received my elementary and middle level education bachelor's degree and started off teaching. And then I transitioned after I had kiddos. And went into the nonprofit sector, um, helping people with disabilities and special needs for oh, about 13 years. And then transitioned back into a place that felt very comfortable for me because it blended both of that nonprofit experience that I had, along with the love of teaching and work in a higher education institution, um, doing college advancement and fundraising and serving as a foundation director. So really the best of both worlds blended together. So that's currently what I do. So I opened earlier with what I do and I said, I talk about what I used to do in a future episode. You just dove right in. So this is kind of an example of episode one 
um, things in terms of trying to record us. This is harder than it looks, everybody. We we uh, bought the gear and we kind of wrote some scripts and thought, oh, this would be really fun and, I'm going to say almost unspoken, kind of simple. We'll just start talking and it'll just flow. And it, it it's it's a, it's more of a it's more of an art than you think, I think, when you, when you sit down and actually have to start talking with the record button on what you say. It's like where you what you think of like when you're just having a conversation with your husband on a couch and it just yeah. flows so easily. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here looking at you going, did I say the right thing? Am I going to fumble up? What's did I go off next? script? Yeah. Which I just did. <laughs> but that's us. I mean, we're humans yeah. and um, we are not afraid to not only share our successes, but we'll also share our struggles. Cause I think sometimes all you see on social media is all the good and, and I pe- think people think that that's what their life should be. I think part of us trying to do this podcast is really being us and really being truthful about our lives and sure, sharing our successes, but also sharing our struggles um, because yeah. a blended family has not always been easy for us. <laughs> and we sometimes probably make it look easy on some of our posts, but it's really not. And it really does show the testament of how much Craig and I love each other because we try to get through those and know that he's still there for me and I'm still there for him through it all. Well, that's the blessing and the curse of social media, like you said earlier, is that you can make it look to everyone else that your life is so great or everybody else makes makes their lives look like it's so great and so effortless. But And it's really easy to get trapped in that. Like you, you're oh, yeah. scrolling through your phone going, oh man, everybody else has got it awesome. And I'm, I'm sitting here in this sucky moment right now and it's, it's not how it is. Uh, you and I are week to week, day to day, kind hour to hour sometimes, particularly when it comes to kiddos and parenting technique or that kind of stuff. So it's a struggle. And um, yeah, the idea here with, with what we're doing and recording ourselves is really not, it's not to uh, say monetize or, or, you know, it's not a business. This is just really us trying to, what's the word, capture the, the ups and downs we've had, both for ourselves. We can go back and listen to it as we you know, get older kind of a, t- a bit of a time capsule t- uh, uh, project for us, but also you know, if we put it out there, if it helps anyone else understand, hey, it's not all roses and um, you know Facebook likes all the time. It's it's a lot of work. It's a, it's a lot of tough conversations slash debates slash arguments. <laughs> that you, you get it all there, right there, honey. It's also a lot of compromise and uh, – not getting what you want, but getting what works best in the moment for everybody as, as best you can. And again, if it helps help somebody, fantastic, truly fantastic. Um, we have no, we don't have the, all the answers. And what we're going to share here is not meant to say, "Hey, this is all the answers." It's not the truth. We'll probably show, we'll probably share some things that are still sticking points for us, and hoping we get some feedback from other people that can help us find those answers or find a better way. Well, I think um, with us having the second marriage too. Um, we'll be honest, there are sucky moments. And like Craig said, we want to be able to help others through those same struggles. And if at some point throughout this podcast series, somebody comes away with that nugget of gold that says, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Somebody else actually experienced that. And I'm not alone. I think this has been a success. Again, like Craig said, we're not here to monetize on this podcast. We are both helpers. If I want to describe ourselves, we both want to help others in this world. I think that's one of the things that brought Craig and I together. Um, And I think 
that was maybe the root, not only to share um, what we've learned, but to help others through this podcast. All right. So we've covered the kind of serious, you know, soupy marriage is hard topics. What else are we going to talk about here over the next several episodes? Well, I'm sure pickleball will come up at some point um, and, and probably not at some point, a lot of the points because we are quote unquote addicted to the sport and have been for some time. It's getting, it's getting, I say that because it's getting mainstream now. I'm not trying to say like we're OG or anything like that, but um, we, we really caught the bug a couple of years ago and it's, it's been cool to see that explosion, that, that, that event of that kind of horizon event of pickleball hitting the mainstream. Um, but that said, it's still growing. It's still actually, I still think it, not at its infancy, but it's still at that growth stage. And so um, also to help us reflect and get better ourselves with this time capsule type of effort, um, hopefully we can help other folks too with the, the, I'll say limited experience we've had so far with tournaments and with open play and just rec play and just and tactics and everything else pickleball. So in addition to the marriage thing, we are going to talk about a pickleball. I think, I think we'll find, this is my, I'm betting, I'm really betting on this. That You're not a betting man either, no, so that surprises me that you say that. I'm really betting that as we talk through pickleball a lot and the, you know, the ups and downs and the everything, all the dynamics that go into it, it's actually going to find a, at least I'm, maybe I'm hoping, maybe not betting is the wrong word, sorry, maybe I'm hoping we're going to find some common threads with that and marriage and life in general because there is some similarities on a, on a different scales, obviously, but there are similarities to the to the ins and outs of having a good pickleball um, team. You play doubles, you have two people, and Lisa and I play mostly together. And so playing together as a, as a couple or as a team in pickleball, I think there's lessons to be to be put forth and taken from between marriage and pickleball. And, and it's one of my, I don't say hopes, again, I, I'm, I'm not betting. I just I just think that's where we're going to go. We're going to end up um, having analogies that go back and forth between the two. I think you are most definitely correct in that. I didn't really know where you were going there, but... I didn't either when I started. (laughs) I do think we will find some similarities because if you know anything about pickleball, when you play with your husband in mixed doubles, a lot of times when you talk to people in the pickleball arena, they say that that is never a good fit. And I would probably say in 90% of the cases, that is correct. However, Craig and I have made, I don't want to say a pact, but we have been committed to working together on the court as partners, even as as one maybe excels a little bit faster than the other, um, because we have found our roles. I know what my role is on the court with Craig. I know how we compromise. I know what his shot is. I know what my shot is to support him. And I think... Um, that line down the middle, which you'll all laugh about, is called the divorce line. You are right. There are analogies between marriage and pickleball that we might be able to share and help somebody right. else. Yeah. But in addition to that, I always thought of our life the last nine and a half years as little adventures, hence part of our tagline yep. in the title of our podcast. So I think we want to also share what some of those little adventures are, um, maybe not related to our second marriage, not related to pickleball, but some of the spontaneous um, trips that we've gone on and our travel adventures, whether that's our trip to Hawaii and helping people maybe navigate 
how to take a two-week trip to Hawaii or Costa Rica, but also, what's a day trip look like in downtown Chicago? Because that's only an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes from where we live, and we have done that, and people might not know how to do that. For the record, everybody, we are not wealthy people. <laughs> so we, we opened up with the two-week trip to Hawaii. Yes, that was a bucket list trip for us that we recently did. But please understand that we're, we're given, again, second marriages and, and the kids we have, um, there is, there, we're, not, we're not rolling in it <laughs> by any stretch. So we've, We saved a long, long time for that. Yeah. So we've, what we started with, what our, I'll say our wheelhouse is to this day, is those true little adventures, taking uh, the day you have or the weekend you have and maximizing it as much as you can, both geographically with where you can go, but then also what you can do, um, both in the time and the money that you may have in the moment um, when you have that opportunity to have some time together. So let's talk a little bit about the first part of what our podcast title is. We talked a little bit about little adventures, Mm -hmm. but paddle up. Uh, What's the meaning of paddle up? Well, again, this is, uh, well, thank you. You're going to kick off my little analogy uh, intertwining between life and pickleball for half the bats. I appreciate that. So when you play pickleball, there's always a a, uh, a chant or a mantra to, to keep your paddle up. So as you're playing, you play at the net, and obviously you want to have good, quick reflexes and be in control at the same time. The best way to do that is to have your paddle up at all times. So you're ready for what may come at you, and you're ready to re- not just react, but you're already proactively prepared to to um, adjust on the fly and move forward and continue to improve and and create your advantage in that given point. And again, that really flies right in alignment with life and my goodness, marriage for sure. Be ready. <laughs> yes, be ready, and be ready to adapt is really the big thing there. So, uh, to your point, Lisa, that's that's really the reason. One of the reasons we we used paddle up because paddle up, we've actually said that to each other in non pickleball situations before too, and it's really rung true time and again. I think that also means too paddle up is, like you said, be open to new ideas and be flexible and adaptable to change because. Life is nothing but change. And if you can't accept that and be open to what those adventures might lead to, you might be very close minded and think, nope, I don't want to, I don't want to change. I don't want to go down that road. But in reality, if you would just maybe be a little bit more open, it might be the best thing you ever even imagined. And we have examples of that in our lives where, for those of you that will get to know me, I, I'm sometimes not so open to change. And I think I've really grown in the last nine and a half years through our marriage, through adventures, through experiences to be a little bit more open-minded and knowing that, again, in marriage, you're not always going to get it your way. You might have to compromise. It's give and take. And it's give and take on a pickleball court. It's give and take in life. And so, again, that just goes back to that paddle up part of our podcast title. And if I can riff on that a little bit more, even um, you mentioned being open to change and paddle using the word, the term paddle up. Um, it, a lot of it's being aware enough to see everything that comes at you as open as possible. Whereas it's very easy to see everything as a threat or as a n- potential negative coming at you. And then that may be true, but even every defined negative does have opportunity 
within it or on, on the edges too. So it's a matter of mindset of, again, whether you're in pickleball and you're being attacked by the opponent or in life and you're feeling under attack, it's always finding those opportunities within those those negative seeming moments to turn your turn the tide inside your brain as far as how you see the outcome of it and how you navigate that issue or that that moment in time but then also um finding those cracked those doors that are ajar even even if you don't doesn't seem evident there's always doors that are ajar you can push yourself through and see what's out there and always being willing to explore and and find the what's next i think too a very good important part of that is when you are being attacked whether it's in pickleball or in life it's how you react and we've learned as we've grown older that maybe how we would have reacted to a situation or a threat in our 20s and our 30s is much different. So maybe, honey, that goes back to the fact that you get wiser as you get older. Maybe that's something we can impart to maybe some of the younger mm, listeners. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. We're learning that slowly here as we as we get As we towards, have teenagers. And get towards 50, you know, and get hit that those different life levels. Um, sorry, complete off tangent topic here but i've always liked you scroll through like a facebook feed or what have you and you see the you see the um the post that talk about you know your age isn't your you shouldn't consider that your your when you hit a birthday you shouldn't consider that your age it's your it's your level you're leveling up oh, not I getting like that. older so you're not level 47 now you're at level 48 i'm leveling up folks yeah, that's i'm cool. only getting better all right so that said honey so we should probably shore this one up this first episode here let's let's resummarize what we think we're going to talk about over the next future episodes of this podcast adventure we're going on sure i think to summarize some of that content we'll talk about our second marriages um, our lessons learned from our we call them our educational marriages but also lessons on what a second marriage looks like sharing our story what what worked what hasn't worked, um, and then some of our travel stories as well and some of those little adventures that I talked about earlier. All right, cool. Anything else for this first episode or we kind of covered it? Yeah, we'll also talk about parenting. I mean, like you said, we had we have five together, and as we've gone down this journey for nine and a half years, all of them now are teenagers. And for those of you that are listening, Teenage parenting is much different than toddler parenting. So we might talk a little bit here and there about parenting teenagers with a blended family because that's different that than just parenting in a nuclear family. And throwing in there some pickleball stories like we talked about and our tournament play and our just general evolution of, of our progression down the pickleball arena. So between... Between all that between and anything marriage, else we can think of. Second marriage. Let's see. Parenting teenagers, pickleball, travel, um, just little adventures that you could think of. We there won't be a lack of content. We honey. have we have work to do. Yes, <laughs> we, we have, do. <laughs> we have some scripts to write. We've got some content to fill out. So, um, thank you everybody for listening. Hope you find this uh, slightly interesting as as uh, we go through this. Again, this is uh, right now we we consider this mostly for us, but we also do want to share it with you. And if you guys have any feedback on it, please please feel free to do so. Um, we will be putting out here more and more on the, in the podcast realm and we'll, we'll provide opportunities for any of you in the audience to um, provide v- feedback via email. We'll get that set up here shortly as we get going too. But please bear with us. Again, this is episode one for a reason. <laughs> we, are, we are truly starting on this and we will uh, continue to um, react, adapt, and improve just like we are with everything else. Yeah, we'll get better 
each and every podcast, I'm sure. Because that's who we are. We want to continually grow and get better. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks. Thank you.